Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 113 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. Follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. Follow my good friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. As always, check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Let's see here. This is going to drop on June 15, a few days before I actually go to Omaha, for what it's worth. A happy memorial... Not a happy. Um, (laughs) Pardon me. It is Memorial Day, um, so we remember those who made the ultimate sacrifice so we could remain free, and uh, we thank you and God bless you. Just like Goose from Top Gun, which I just came from seeing. Yeah, yeah. he just saw the original Top Gun from 1980-whatever. Um, no, I just he, saw the new one, and it's fantastic. Yes, Top Gun Maverick. I, I still need to see the original before I see the first one, or the sequel. Pardon no, me. Spoiler, um, Goose dies, but I'm pretty sure everyone knows that. I was aware. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean... It's kind of in the trailer for Maverick. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, let's see here. I don't know, man. Uh, I can't think of an amazing segue, so we're here to review The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes, this was directed by Mark Webb. It was released on July 3rd, 2012. <laughs> Webb, get it? That that's. I thought that was amazing. I feel like that might be why he got the job. Mm-hmm. Especially I, if you watch... It's a good qualification. Especially if you watch the sequel. Um, <laughs> Shots fired. Hardman. Swig of uh, Dr. Pepper and cream soda. Zero sugar for the working men. You champions in wrestling at the time. This was a real motley crew. And the WWE, and it's funny, we just mentioned this last week. Mm-hmm. This it finally happen. happened. CM Punk, at the, time, at the time of recording, is now the AEW world champion. And mm-hmm. at this point, in July 3rd, 2012, he was the WWE champion. He was about halfway through his 434-day title reign. So we've got a few more months of CM Punk on here. I had that Your t-shirt, wo- by the way. Best in the world, 434. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I don't I think believe- I do anymore. Is that the uh, knees-to-faces shirt? No, it was uh, it was a white shirt, and on the front, it was his logo. On the back, it was like... I think it just said best of, or oh god, I don't even remember. The back said the back said four thirty four, or maybe the front did. Anyway, four thirty four was on there. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, we got to get th- Roman over it, which I'm pretty sure he already has. Yeah, he's well over it. Uh, do you think he might surpass uh, his own record in AEW? No. <laughs> yes. You don't think he's going to hold the belt for a year and a half? I think Roman um, might surpass Bruno's record of seven years. Oof, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, World Heavyweight Champion in WWE, Sheamus. This was, uh, you know, shortly after the WrestleMania 28, 18 seconds. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> that and was no good. no good. Looking at the four, and now granted, I didn't watch Ring of Honor at the time, but of the four world champions, this was definitely my favorite run at that time. Bobby Roode in TNA is the World Heavyweight Champion. And in Ring of Honor... His name finally coming up, Kevin Steen. Ooh. You may know as Kevin Owens nowadays. I saw his penultimate match in Ring of Honor. 
Oh, against uh, Chet the Je- Jablonski? No. Okay. Last real man. Uh, Silas Young? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Number one song I told you. This song would own the summer of 2012. And it will. For every other movie we do this summer, it's going to be up here. I think it's up here until, like, the end of July. Uh, it started in June. It may even go into August. But Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Still a banger. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know when a song just encapsulates, like, a time period, it's like, you're stuck with it. That's true. Hey, I have a non-work-related, uh, non-work and school-related time capsule this week. All right, try to keep it PG, remember? Oh, it'll be PG. So, I can't, I was doing the, uh, going through Facebook and like, okay, what was, what were my statuses at this point in time? And at this point, there was a, I think a windstorm maybe but it knocked out power to a good portion of the city including my house and it was hot out and it's like well air conditioning needs power so uh it's like okay it's getting hot in this house i'm like you know what i'm gonna go for a drive just see what's going on and i'll turn the ac on so i get in the car i'm driving and I see a billboard, and I wasn't aware that this opened yet. In 2012, Columbus got two of them. One... Oh my god, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, John Edward, our boy, just sent us this. The Phillies had a memorial, day, a very somber, of course, Memorial Day segment during their uh, home broadcast. And uh, baseball's favorite son, Nick Castellanos, is of course a Philly. So right after... There's a drive into deep left field <laughs> by Castellanos. That's the third time he's done that in three years, man. Wow. Yeah, that really is. That's not fake. No, that's real. I'm looking <laughs> at he, it. He always hits it to left field. Of course, you know, you know, splits and everything. But still, like, it's just amazing that this keeps happening. It's, um, yeah, this is, he's officially better than... Uh, what was it? I I don't remember if it was Lamar Jackson, but it was like a Monday Night Football game, and like I think maybe they were talking about like race relations and like something serious. Maybe I don't remember if it was George Floyd or even before that, but like all of a sudden it's like, well, Lamar Jackson fumbles. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like it was it was definitely the Ravens, and it wasn't Flacco, so it must have been Lamar. Yeah, anyway. I just love that it keeps again. Okay, because once is like okay, whatever. Twice, uh, interesting, maybe coincidental. Third time, there's a pattern. Well, you know, it's uh, it won't happen a fourth time. Surely not. It definitely won't happen next year. Yeah, <laughs> for I sure. Um, but yeah, anyway, really um, so yeah, Columbus opened two casinos in 2012. One was already opened. I saw the billboard for it. I'm like, hey, I'll bet they'll have power, and they did. So I went to the casino. Um, they gave out a free shirt because they were like their grand opening, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And then I remember I saw uh, I saw Men in Black three later that night, <laughs> and mm. power was so back July, after that. 
So roughly July 3rd, 2012, around this time, you want to know what I was doing? Um, summer activities. I, dude, I was watching The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh. That'll tie into next I, week's uh, time capsule. Dude, I barely even, like, saw a trailer for this movie, but I was like, my buddy was like, it was between Ted and The Amazing Spider-Man. I'm like, how about Amazing Spider-Man? And look, Seth MacFarlane is fine in small doses, but I believe I made the right decision. Yeah, I've no, I, I like Ted. I didn't see Ted too. I just I didn't think mm. it was necessary. But uh, not a big fan of what's her name, the blonde girl. Uh, mean Girls. What's her name? Come on now, not Rachel McAdams, the other one. Uh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Flash uh, Gordon from our podcast. <laughs> you're a big fan of Flash Gordon. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ted is. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You remember, man, simpler times back in April of 2020. Hey, weekly weight update. Uh Uh-oh. As of this morning, I was just below 223 pounds. That is another 10 year low. We'll see what it says on the scale tomorrow. Tomorrow, of course, being the end of the month is my official, like, hey, this is what I'm putting on Facebook as my monthly update. Like, here you go. But I'm still proud of myself. And, you know, the goal as of now is five pounds a month. And well, that's very good. If, if by chance, I could get back down to 210 by the end of August, that'd be even better because my license will be expired. Get a new one, <laughs> and the weight on currently says 210. So if I could have that, have that say that on there again and not be lying this time, that'd be awesome. I've been using the 170 for like two licenses now. <laughs> Dude, I've only used 210 since I had my permit in 2010. So like, yeah. Yeah, eight years ago I got my license at like my lowest adult weight, and uh, I'm like, they go back like, you're still 170. I'm like. Yeah, let's go with that. Like, who cares? <laughs> it's not like the Fair. cop's going to weigh you if he pulls you over. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cop's just going to eye test and be like, oh, that seems... He doesn't carry that well at all. Uh, yeah, congrats. Uh, I'm looking forward to your uh, to the uh, updates. So. I mean, to, I feel like I've kind of harped on it a little too much, you know, over the past week and a half on Facebook, so I'm probably just going to share a number tomorrow. Hmm not going to do a whole story i updated the old uh but i updated the old relationship status so that was something oh you did did you yeah i didn't publish it because i'm like i'm already getting like a million likes i'm i'm, I'm good on all that yeah that well, was for what, what it's worth it? i believe you did i mean you can look and see it but i didn't like i didn't broadcast it um, i understand but what i'm saying i believe you did well sir Oh yeah, thank you. That was uh, I think that was Chronicle. I mentioned uh, all that. Yeah. Well, my advice to the listeners is uh, seize the day, and uh, if that means driving to New York, then uh, go for it. <laughs> if yeah, 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 one hundred percent, guys. Because you know I'm doing great on the scale professionally. I feel I'm doing very great, Eddie. Between us, I'm pretty sure I'm getting a promotion very soon, and. Between us and millions of listeners. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, We'll see what happens. But a big part of that is just because I have been willing to basically do the work. 
you know, and take mm-hmm. the opportunities that are given and just go from the and make it's it's about mindset, guys. I don't want to get all Danville's area or Tony Robbins or whatever. But like it's about mindset. Like if you come in thinking the day's going to suck before it's even started, your day's already lost. Yeah, at least if you, at least if you have some optimism going in, there's a chance that it could go well. Well, I'm not, I, I'm not saying it will, but I'm saying it could. Well, I am glad that things are looking up for the podcast. Every everybody's doing good, and uh, yes, uh, yeah. I mean, when we've had rough patches. I'm sure you'll have a uh, one or two stories in the time capsule. I've already shared one. I'll have another one in 2015. Yeah, 2015 of a job mm-hmm. that made me want to not literally kill myself, but you know, it's just an expression. <laughs> Yeah. Let's uh, say a job yeah. that gave me a head, a job that got me addicted to Excedrin because it was daily headaches. Yikes, dude! Yikes! Um, it's good stuff. Let me let me tell you. Over the counter. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't get addicted way, to Excedrin, people. By the way, and you, you may uh, you may hate me for this, but if I get that promotion, our podcast schedule is probably going to have to change a little. No, that's okay. I work from home, so it doesn't matter. That's good to hear. That's good to hear because if I do, my schedule might go all over the place. Who knows, man? Mm. Well, I will keep you abreast of my situation. Well, you already had mentioned that you saw this in the theater, as did I. And this is actually only the second time I've seen Amazing Spider-Man. Really? A non-existent segue, but whatever. <laughs> this was one of my like for a while. Like I just threw this on, man. Like it, it's I really enjoyed it like that much and i know the mark webb spider-man movies are not that loved especially the second one but well i didn't I, say i didn't like it you'll 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 hear i i mean there's criticisms but there's good stuff so yeah no that's i'm not saying that you know you hated it it's just one of those like i can tell like you know it's not necessarily one of those that you're like oh i need to see this again um, which is yeah maybe i'm that's trying fun. to yeah, looking back, the first Spider-Man. So you gave an eight and a half, and I gave an eight. Okay, so that's just our our bar. So let's just keep that in mind. Mm. And yeah. uh, the finances. Yes. Did pretty Please, good. I did, not, I did not write them down. <laughs> well, even though this was ten years after the original, so there's been two since. So uh, yeah. we're getting pretty, you know, close together on our reboots. But yes. uh, budget two hundred and thirty million, box office seven hundred and fifty-eight million. One of the most expensive movies we've had to review, but that puts it, let's see, number seven on the list at five hundred and twenty-eight million, and the inflation six sixty-five million. The top seven of our movies is pretty incredible. You got a uh, one and two Avengers and Dark Knight. And then three is Spider-Man, four is Spider-Man 3, five is Spider-Man 2, six is Incredibles, and seven is Amazing Spider-Man. So, so uh, people love Spider-Man. Did you name off all four of the Spider-Man movies that have come out so <laughs> all far? All four are in the top seven. Dude, I told you that, like, my theory of, like, they're, okay. So my theory that I've kind of, just based on observance more than anything, my theory is there are two comic book characters that will pretty much always make money. Uh, there was one instance where one of these in particular didn't, but there's a lot of caveats attached to it. 
two char- two comic book characters that will always make money in the box office. One, your friendly uh, your friendly neighborhood Spider Man, mm-hmm. and of course the Cape Crusader, the Batman. Yeah, I think that's fair. And uh, the only exception is Mask of the Phantasm, and you remember that was a like a short release and yeah. not a lot of press. Animated, and, so and animated, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Avengers is number one, but Avengers also was like three or four movies built up to it, and it was a mega team yeah. up. Yeah, and Spider Man's even going to join them, so it's like, whatever. Actually, I think five films because you had two Iron Man, uh, the Incredible Hulk, and uh, Thor and Cap. So yeah, yeah five movies. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. So what? Uh, what about a critical and fan rating on this? What are we looking at? Critics seventy two percent, fans seventy seven. Mhm. Mhm. Awesome. So not quite a scoregami, but you know. Nah, five away. Yeah, five away. All right, so I guess we need to get into the cast then. Mhm. Let's see here. All right. So I suggest, off the top of my head. One, two, of course, his uncle and aunt, himself, the lizard, and yep. Gwent. Is that it? Do we, do we even want to talk about George Stacy? He's only got a handful of scenes in this film. Well, it is cool to see Dennis Leary in the... Uh, it it in is the... so weird to talk about Dennis Leary on <laughs> the Hero Cat. It is. I will say Rescue Me, though, was probably... At least for me, it was the first TV show that felt like appointment viewing. You know, it's like, I mean, Game of Thrones really took off with it, but it, I mean, I don't know. It felt like uh, when I would go to work, it'd be like, hey, did you catch Rescue Me? And that was the first show that I, that was the first water cooler show for me, at least. So Yeah, it's funny you mention that. I mean, now granted, I am nine years younger than you, but I've never actually seen Rescue Me. Oh, it's so good. So I, I'm told. I'm not sure where you can find it. It's probably on Hulu, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's really really good stuff. And uh, it what's the um, it's very um, very dark uh, raw. It's one of those dark raw emotion shows which like had never really been seen on TV before, at least to my. I mean, it was always, like, police shows, and they catch the bad guy at the end, and all the characters are mostly great. And Yeah. Like, this was the one where, like, the main character was deeply flawed. And, okay. Yeah. Well, don't go too much into spoiler territory, because it's I like, might... I, oh, it's been off the air for a while. I might still check it out. Yeah, it's just post-9-11 what firefighters were dealing with. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but yeah, shout out Dennis Leary popping up on the podcast, man. I never would have thought, you know, the the stepdad from the Sandlot would sh- show up. I know, right? It's, uh, but there he is. He said uh, he was more of a Batman fan growing up, but he, his wife enjoyed Spider-Man, so. Mm. I mean, that's, uh, that sounds like a very polite way of saying they offered me a good chunk of change. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he wasn't exactly hurting. Um, <laughs> uh, let's get to, and this may be, look, I'm, I'm going to compare this actress to the other two that have played this character. 
when I mentioned Sally Field as May Parker. And this has got to be the weakest impression I've ever been given by an Aunt May. And that includes, of course, Marissa Tomei that we'll talk about in five years, uh, you know, in the timeline. But, I mean, she had one line about secrets, and that's like all she had. Whereas, like, May Parker in the uh, Sam Raimi films was like the plot almost ran through her, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, she didn't have enough screen time, I think, is the yeah. problem. That that didn't help either. That didn't help. But the one scene that she had, uh, I think it was when the police left their house, where she just broke down and crying. That, yeah. I thought, was was pretty well done. But, yeah, she didn't, didn't have a huge impression. Just no. wasn't in it long enough, I think. Yeah, which is weird, man. I mean, now, granted, like, you know, we'll talk about it with our main event, but like, this is very different from what we, you know, what Sam Raimi got us used to for sure. Yeah. Well, the whole movie I think had to be different or else they're just, I mean, they incorporated the parents, they incorpor they used a, a new villain. They had a different origin, everything. They used Gwen instead of MJ. Everything had to be different or else it's going to be well, like, quite, Oh, this is a ripoff. Quite frankly. I mean, you know, and I don't really read comics, but even I know, like, you know, Gwen Stacy is the first girlfriend, not Mary Jane. Yeah, it's just Mary Jane's more popular. So yeah, but it's I mean, it was refreshing because I, I, uh, I didn't look at this and think, oh, it's a ripoff. It's just a different take on it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, next up, let's talk about. Okay, do we want to talk about? Who next? Because obviously Peter Parker is going to be our last one. I think Martin Sheen as Ben Parker was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely a stronger impression than the last actor that played Ben Parker. Yeah. No. He. Uh, he. He was. Um, he was tough but firm, and. Mm -hmm. I really liked the scene when Peter came. Or there's a couple scenes I liked when. Um, where he was a great, you know, father figure where he's, you know, like, oh, so who, how's the other guy look? And he's like, oh, I fell. It's like, I know, right cross when I see one and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. Or uh, when the he picked him up at school, he's like, I don't care about the backboard. I care about you getting into fights. And um, yeah. and then when uh, he forgets to pick up his aunt, he chews him out, and rightfully yeah. so. And then... Yeah. Uh, but then he, he also doesn't go too hard on him because then he see that he sees that like something really is bothering Peter. He didn't want to forget Aunt May, but uh, you know yeah. he just happens to have superpowers now, so <laughs> he's going through it. Yeah, he's he's in the mud right now. Yeah, he didn't drop the great responsibility line though. He dropped. It's similar, but worry worth. A wordy version of it that's very just yeah. convoluted. In the voicemail. I, I, but it, yeah. it's one of those that, like, I mean, you know, great power comes great responsibility. That's a true thing, by the way. Uh-huh. Like, believe it or not, like, power is definitely a responsibility, for sure, and a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, he was great. He's 
Um, Dude, yeah. probably my he favorite was Uncle Ben. He was funny too, man. Yeah, he was. He, he had, had the line about like, "Oh, I'm his probation officer." Yeah, he's got you on his computer, trying to <laughs> embarrass the guy in front of the girl. It's always good. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, I think uh, next we should talk about Reese um, Ethan's Ethan's as Ethan's. the lizard, Doctor yeah. Doctor Kurt Connors. Um, I mean, he did good. As far as as the Spider-Man villains go that we've seen so far, where do you rank him? Well, it's, I don't know. Like, one one of my complaints with Sandman was that he he didn't really translate well because he was too, it was kind of goofy and unrealistic, his power. Especially at the end when he became a big sand monster. Um... With Lizard, I was never a big Lizard fan, even as a kid. I just thought it was kind of goofy. And this movie, I believe, is directly inspired by the Dark Knight stuff, where it's like, hey, let's make a darker, grittier Spider-Man, which is fine. I just don't know if Lizard fits in that. It would be like, because we're doing Dark Knight Rises next week, it'd be like, oh, let's have Mm -hmm. Batman face Mr. Freeze or Clayface. (laughs) And it's like, that's too unrealistic and when you have this dark gritty real life version and then it's like and then he's gonna fight this big dinosaur it's just a i don't know it it didn't like he did fine playing him and the story made sense of how of you know kurt being at oscorp and them working on this project and all that made sense i would have maybe just swapped him out with um I don't know, Craven or Scorpion or somebody a little less unrealistic. And I've always hated the lizard's plan to turn people into lizards. I think that's so goofy. And it just reminds yeah. me of like the idiots who are like, oh, we're actually all lizard people. And it's uh, so, <laughs> yeah, lizard uh, doesn't really fit in this universe to me. So uh, that's the big negative. That's my villain analysis. I'm bringing it it's- back. <laughs> okay, so it's funny you mention that because um, as far as villains not fitting in this universe, it, it gets way worse. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it gets way worse. Yeah. <laughs> it does. We, we have that to look forward to in two years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel like the actor did a good job with what he had. Yeah, no, he did fine. It's just the lizard is a villain. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, maybe yeah. I mean Scorpion's character is that he's an idiot, but maybe you could just switch it up or, and make it be him or um, who else did I say? Uh, Craven might have worked yeah. okay. Uh, just no one, no villain that their appearance has to be greatly altered should exist in this universe to me. Yeah, that's just. I didn't feel like it fit. I understand. I understand. All right, with that, we can talk about Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Jules. Um, sure. This is uh, <laughs> people in their early 20s playing high schoolers. It's always it, funny. Well, look, yeah, but it's early 20s. This isn't a 13 Reasons Why situation. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh but you do look a lot different from 18 to 22. Uh, oh, for sure. But, uh, yeah. No, she was great. Uh, one oh, speaking 
of Stranger Things season four is out on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I haven't started it yet. I've been busy. I'll, I will eventually get to it. Yeah, I've also been very busy, very preoccupied. Uh, but yes, Emma Stone was was really good. Definitely different than the previous Mary Jane we've seen. They actually had chemistry, which was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, no eye hunch moments. I and... was going to say waiting on eye hunch, and then we didn't get it. I was very disappointed. Yeah, the only complaint I would have, and that's not about her, it's about the movie, is there were a lot of coincidences in this movie with, uh, yeah. oh, she just happens to be the head of the internship. Oh, her dad just <laughs> happens to be the chief of police. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, Peter's parents just happen to be working on this thing, which turns them into, you know. That's why I never, uh, I never liked the Peter's parents storyline in the comics even as a kid. I was like, this... There's no way, like, oh, our son is Peter Parker and he's Spider-Man, and we also just happen to be top research agents, secret agents, or whatever the hell it were, and it's just like, uh, I, I never dug the parent storyline even as a kid, but mm. it's only See, one I, more movie. I was going to say, I know very little about the parent storyline. Um, I never liked it. I'm glad it got ignored in the other two it, movies. Is George Stacy not uh, always like a, at least a police officer in most uh, versions of Spider-Man? No, he is. Okay, um, that's what I figured. Yeah, I get. I mean, obvi- I mean, we didn't see much of Gwen in the uh, Spider-Man Three, but uh, yeah, her dad was a cop in that one too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Eddie Brock thought he was her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to uh, Foreman. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh! With that, we have the main event, and this one very controversial. And having seen it, and I know the the way Andrew Garfield portrayed Spider Man, and especially the way he portrayed Peter Parker, is very against type for the, the character. But I really, really enjoyed a more confident version of. Specifically, Peter Parker. Honestly, I, I really enjoyed this, and uh, uh, he will get further redemption down the line as well, as we all know. Yeah, I liked it too. It was if he look like I said, if he tried to be the nerd, it'd be oh, he's just ripping off of Tobey Maguire. But he's he wasn't a I mean he was a nerd, but he was also like a cool nerd. He did the skateboarding, which uh, is not. Um, Something that, like, the popular kids like Flash Thompson did. It's more of, like, a cool outcast type of activity, if that makes any yeah. sense. So, uh, but he did that. He took photos. He was not popular, but he wasn't... Su- I mean, he was bullied, but not to the extent of other people. Yeah, not like the one kid who was being made to eat his vegetables. Well, I mean, you should eat your vegetables, so Flash was right in doing that yeah doesn't flash get superpowers in the comics yeah and uh everyone seems to think uh, flash is going to get the venom in the marvel mcu if that ever comes back (laughs) it it, it will it will i mean i'm sure it will but uh i think it's on hiatus until they can figure out what to do with spider-man that's so yeah everything's so up in the air but there will be, obviously there's going to be a Spider-Man 4 and, you know, whatever. Yeah. 
Well, um, before we actually get into that, that you reminded me of something. Because uh, remember, after No Way Home, everybody was clamoring for a third Amazing Spider-Man movie. As they should be. Well, at first, I was like, I don't know. I think that ship has kind of sailed. I mean, I get it, but I think the ship has sailed. But the more I think about it, it's like, you know, I rewatched this. Andrew Garfield was really good. Yeah. It's like, why the hell not? I mean, I don't know what Sony's doing exactly. They seem to be building something with Vulture and Morbius and Craven movies coming out. And for yeah. some reason, they're doing like a Bad Bunny is in a, it's a Mexican wrestler who's like a... A Spider-Man villain who appeared in like two comics, so I don't know why they're doing that. And, yeah, you know, there's teases of Rhino and uh, Chameleon and Scorpion, which is all well and good, but it's like, well, who are they gonna fight? Uh, my Zane, three, so we were talking about it off air, uh, Morbius, but you know, Vulture shows up in that uh, universe, and supposedly that universe is obviously the same as Venom. If you've seen Morbius, which a few people have, yeah. Uh, and also, eight hundred billion gross. Yes, absolutely. Uh, also, that being considered, that same universe is the one shared with Andrew Garfield. So I'm told. I don't know if it is. Like I thought it was, but now well, I'm thinking what, maybe look, it's look, not. Look, look, look. If it, what what universe is it shared with? Because it couldn't. There's no way it could be shared with uh, Peter Parker because. Venom went to the uh, or the not Andrew Garfield the uh, what's his name the kid Tom Holland. Uh, yeah. There's no way it's Tom Holland universe because if it was like why yeah, it's not Tom Holland's? Yeah, exactly. So is it is it freaking Tobey Maguire? Like who who is it? Is it Miles Morales? Like what what do we got going on here? You know? I don't know. I mean, they might just they haven't explained it well obviously we don't even know but uh yeah. they might just We're... shoehorn it and be like oh yeah it is Andrew Garfield's universe but uh i i feel like there's not a Spider-Man in this universe uh i don't they oh my they god had... but... well here's here's one Vulture thing that... says this has something to do with Spider-Man well yeah but he cuz he was transported from the Tom Holland universe uh, but okay. um the thing I noticed in Morbius was in the trailer, there is like posters and everything of Spider-Man. Yeah, it says but, murder. And yeah, if you remember but this, those got removed from the actual movie. Oh, so, so not... that made it because um, that was one thing I was looking forward to with Morbius. I didn't care about the story. I was like, what's the post-credit scene and how is this Andrew Garfield's universe? And it's like that's the post-credit scene with Vulture. I don't know if it's Andrew Garfield's universe, but yeah. having said all that, you might as well just do a movie with Andrew Garfield against Dude. all these villains. I mean, yeah, that's what they were going to do to begin with. Yeah, do I it don't know. it's 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 like, very it's very clunky being made, and yeah. I don't know what the end game is, but uh, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with Andrew Garfield facing off against a Sinister Six. I don't know if we need villain origin movies for all of them, but we're getting no, that. you definitely don't need a bunch of villain origin <laughs> movies. But we have I, them, so uh, yeah, we will review them. Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, I, I, like I said, uh, you might as well just throw in Andrew Garfield to have him be the Spider-Man to face all these. Okay. And this could be his third... Um, and I think they're making a Madam Web movie, so it's like she could just show up and be like, okay, let me move Andrew Garfield to this universe. I don't know. It's nice. uh, 
But yeah, I don't know what uh, they're doing, but it's uh, that, it's, it's, that is what we thought of Andrew Garfield <laughs> as Spider-Man. We want him in a third movie, uh, yeah, to save whatever the hell Sony's doing. <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad we, glad also, we got that covered. Also, give it a really slow, like Nirvana B-side as well. <laughs> Think so? That's a that's a Batman joke. Oh yeah, yeah. Something in the way. Something in the way. Killed it. All right. Uh, with that, I think we can get into the plot. Yeah, I think so. So we open with a very young Peter Parker. He's mm-hmm. playing hide and go seek. He walks into his dad's office. Sees a broken window, so he calls for his dad. He rushes in. They gather for a bunch of papers. He erases a chalkboard. See a dead spider underneath a glass. So his parents then drop off Peter with Aunt May and Uncle Ben, and then they leave forever. And this is uh, goes back to I don't, I didn't. I, it, if the story is uh, Ben, it's not really not Ben. If uh, Peter's dad created the form, the super spider, the fact that his son was the one to get infected by it when his son really had no reason to be anywhere near this experiment. It's just a coincidence that even I cannot uh, comprehend, even though I told the story of the, uh, you know, sharing a cab with someone in New York and then the very next day seeing them in Times Square. <laughs> One in eight million chance, I'm aware, but this is even bigger than that, and I just couldn't buy that conspiracy, not conspiracy, uh, the odds of that happening. Anyway, we fast forward, and Peter's in high school, and uh, despite being, uh, I would say, despite being handsome by the standards of attractiveness, yes, uh, he's not popular with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he gets bullied a little, not a ton. He also has oh, a yeah, thing. That one, girl, that one girl did ask uh, ask Peter to take pictures of uh, his her boyfriend's car. And he's like, you're Peter, right? And he's like, you're a photographer? Are you busy Friday? Can you take pictures of my boyfriend's new car? <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Good stuff. But uh, he does have a thing for a girl in his class named Gwen Stacy. And Peter, he demands... Or sorry, not demands. Defends someone who's getting bullied. Yes. Uh, by Flash Thompson, who which does impress Gwen. Yes. Uh, later on, Peter helps... Also, what a tracksuit that, that Flash was wearing. Yeah, Flash is uh, a bit of a dick. Yeah, but he's a drip gowd. <laughs> well, uh, he has a bit of a redemption arc, so that was kind of nice. He's not he a one-dimensional bully. Yes, yeah. Also, Gwen straight up embarrasses him after he beats up Peter. Yeah, like, I'm a your tutor and you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so later on, Peter and Ben, they clean up the basement, and they find his dad's old briefcase. Peter looks over the briefcase and finds some hidden folders inside, along with a photo of his dad and some guy named Kurt Connors, which is who Ben tells him is. Kurt Cob- the the Nirvana guy? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, so he does Thought some he- research, and he pays him a visit to his lab at Oscorp. He pretends to be an intern, uh, interested in an internship this, there. This is the uh, this is the second time Andrew Garfield played a Mexican. What was the first? 
social network, bro. He played Eduardo Severin. Oh, yeah, that's right. And now he played... Uh, it was like Ricardo remember. or something. Uh, yes, Ricor- Ric- Ricardo Guevara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, surprise, Gwen Stacy is the head of the uh, intern, is the head intern there, which is... What a, what a quinky dink. Yeah, I don't know if they if a major company like that would have high school seniors be high level interns. That seems more like a college senior thing, but you you would think, yes. Whatever, let's just go with it. Then we meet Kurt Connors, who's missing a right arm, and he's doing research in cross genetics. Oh, uh, so he's all left. Yeah, he's a big leftist. A South. Oh, he made that joke. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter departs from the tour, sneaks into a room where a bunch of spiders are being tested on, on some big machine. This is where I don't like the tie-in with the parents, because apparently this dad came up with this research years ago, and, oh, his son just happened to wander in. So he leaves the, uh, big room, but one of the spiders is still on him, bites the back of his neck. And on the way home, some thugs mess with him on the subway, um... That did not happen to me this weekend, so that's good. What? Yeah. and uh, But we get a little glimpse of his ability to stick to walls and spider strength and spider sense and spider ripping a girl's shirt off. and Yes. All that and, good stuff. Yeah. He's got, like, the whole Inspector Gadget thing where he tosses the word spider in front of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the next day, Peter tries to do some research on his condition. He visits Kurt's home, and he tells him who he is. He's like, oh, I'm Ben Parker. Why do I keep saying Ben? He's like, I'm uh, Peter Parker, whoever my dad's name is, son. Richard. Richard Parker, yes. And uh, he asks about his research. He shows him a formula that he saw in his dad's folder, and Kurt is impressed. And he gives him the internship. And the next day in school, Peter shows up to school uh, sorry, he shows up the school bully Flash in basketball, where he travels extensively. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> and then dunk, shattering the backboard. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, but that was a hell of travel. He like straight charged like he was Marshall Falk in 1999, dude. Yeah, there's a couple moments I didn't really, uh, I thought were a little goofy, like the backboard shattering, and then where he throws a football and dents the goalposts. Like people <laughs> would be genuinely like. Yeah. And, like, how is that possible? And they just play it off like, oh, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, he also dunked from the free throw line. Yeah, and backboards don't shatter anymore. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Anyway, Ben shows up at the school to get him out of trouble, tells Peter he had to switch shifts at work, so he needs to go pick up May. Yeah. And he talks a little with Gwen, which goes well. He goes to experiment with his powers, and later on at the internship, Kurt shows Peter an experiment he's working on where they can use the ability of a lizard to regrow missing limbs in a mouse. And Peter did, not an- Peter did not answer the phone. No, he got a call. It was Ben, he just ghosted him. Yep. But uh, they plug a bunch of exper- uh, simulations into the experiment, and one ends up being successful. And yeah. they give the uh, rat the drug. So, there you go. P- 
Peter shows up at the house. He forgot to pick up May, and Ben chews him out. He's like, May had to walk 12 blocks alone at a subway station. And, uh... I mean, uh, to be fair, I would also be pissed if my wife had to do that because my nephew was careless. Yeah, I'd walk four blocks to the Met, and that about killed me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So May kind of tries to defend him, which I thought was a nice moment, and Ben's like, no, stop it. It's Don't very, that's a very real thing, by the way. Yeah, um, no, it is. You do something that inconveniences or maybe disappoints uh, your mom and the dad, your dad, yeah. your dad's like, just no, we're not letting him slide. Like, yeah, no, I liked that touch. That was good. Yeah, that no, that's because that's, that's reality. Like, that's a very, like, that's happened to me before. Oh, yeah. I think it's happened to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then Ben, he brings up his parents, and uh, that triggers Peter, so he storms oh, off. Peter's going through it. He's going through not. He's still developing through puberty, of course, because he's a teen, so he's mm-hmm. still growing. Um, oh, he's, yeah, a teen he's <laughs> in just, his 20s. Well, yeah. well kayfabe. Yeah. Anyway, um, still a teen. He's just been bit by a spider. He's got these powers that he can barely control as shown by what he does to the door. Like, Yeah. Well, uh, next, uh, look, I miss Randy Savage, but, uh, I kind of thought this origin was cooler. Yeah. Also. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We need to talk about the. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, well, the whole thing, the whole thing. Yeah. When we get to, because I wrote down the translation for the name of the, uh, masked luchador poster and bad, i will tell you bad, bad bunny it was not bad bunny oh, but well, he, he will be oh nice yeah. but either way um so yeah here's here's the uh we're not robbing a wrestling match today no uh so peter goes to buy some food at the store he's short he wanted chocolate milk yeah, and the clerk won't let him take a penny for purchase under ten dollars. And not like, only that, the clerk's being a jerk to him too. Yeah, he's like store policy, which what a stupid yeah. policy. It's a what's few that? pennies. What's that? You you can't afford your milk. Your daddy didn't give you give you milk money. Yeah, like but, I, guys being like I get it. You're working a closing shift at a freaking gas station, but you don't have to be a jerk. Yeah, I forget where I was. Uh, might have been recent. This is one of those things where it's like, did this happen in New York or did it happen in Columbus? I don't even remember. But I was with someone, and no, okay, it happened in Columbus, and they were digging through change, and the clerk's just like, ah, forget it. And it's like, okay, but it's like that's what a clerk should do. It's like, who cares about thirty cents? Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, like, I'll let you slide because I don't think I'm gonna lose my job over less than a dollar. No, when I worked at a grocery store, uh, as long as the till was under $3 off, it's like yeah. nobody even cared. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, that's uh, just right off. Like, no one... Yeah. Uh, but the guy behind him in line, he knocks over something on the counter. The guy bends over, and he reaches into the register, pulls out all the money. I did like that the <laughs> the criminal just tossed Peter the milk. He did give Peter his milk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And yeah. uh, the guy's like... The guys, uh, the clerks yells at him. He's like, "Stop him! He's a, he's uh, he's getting away with the money." And Not then my Peter's, policy. Yeah, that was. Um... Which again, like, okay, the, okay, granted, this does make Peter Parker look petty as all get out because this isn't like what was the what was the prize money in the wrestling match? 
was a couple thousand. Yeah, and Peter only got a hundred. So it's like okay, that three thousand, like, I think. Yeah. Okay, so he got a, like what a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Yeah. Either way, you know, he's missing like twenty eight hundred, twenty nine hundred dollars that he was promised he was going to get based on the, um, you know, stipulations. So I can understand being upset about that. I'd be upset about that right now. But it's like, I get it. You're a kid, but it's t- it's a two dollar chocolate milk, like. Yeah, but I did like the. Uh, make sure it's not, really petty. Well, both Peters have had a great line to zing the guy that got robbed. Where he's yeah. like, "I missed the part where that's my problem, and it's not my <laughs> policy." Literally, like, dude, I use I use the "I missed the part where that's my problem." I use that like on a semi daily basis, man. I've used it before. Yeah, I, uh, I think I've made that. I think I've saved that meme and dropped it into the group chat at work before. Like, um. It's like, hey, I just talked to this customer, and they were going on about this, and then I just dropped the, I missed the part where that's my problem. But it's not my policy. Uh, I might have to start using that one. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to have to use that. But sure. uh, Ben comes across the thief. The thief falls, and uh, the gun flies out of his coat or whatever. And Yeah. Uh, ben goes for the gun. Guy picks up the gun, shoots, and kills Uncle Ben. I have a complaint. I don't think they should have shown this. I think Sam Raimi had it right in that you just saw a dying Ben Parker. Hmm. Like, I I don't think they should have actually shown him being shot. I don't mind it just because he's just a gas station thief. He's not a murderer. Yeah. Uh, But in this case, it's like, oh, man, this rando might grab my gun. Maybe he'll kill me. I need to defend myself and try to get away with this money. Yeah. So... I don't know. Anyway, later at the house, police show up. Peter realizes that the murderer is the thief. He should have stopped, of course. Mm, Of course, yes. Always is. Every universe. (laughs) So, Uh, Peter later goes after the guy and... uh, Not even... But, by the way, without even, like, wearing a disguise at all, he's showing his face in broad, like, nightlight, I guess. But, you know, his face. And, like, as he... Uh, we're, we're getting to that scene, right, where he falls through the roof? Yeah, because he, he contemplates murdering the guy, but he does not. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, he walks off, and then he, the roof he's on uh, yeah. collapses, and he falls in, crashes into a wrestling school. Mm-hmm. With a bunch and, of Mexican wrestlers on the wall. Yes, and the poster for the mask that, you know, inspires, you know, what we're going to see, uh, the name was Cruzado de la Noche, which means Cross of the Night. Ooh, I like that. Yes, good stuff. Well, that inspires him. Yeah. So he starts studying the spider more. He invents his own web shooter, which I mm-hmm. like. I do like better than it coming out of your wrist. But yeah. uh, Peter then starts fighting crime with his powers, and police have uh, started to take notice of this vigilante. Yeah. Also, yeah, he is full-blown, like, vigilante, and we'll get to it later. Like, he's not necessarily even doing any of this for the common good so much as he's doing this for very selfish reasons right now because he is still, like, a bitter and angry child, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he finally designs a suit. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, He stops a car thief, and we... This is like the first time that we see some good Spider-Man where he cracks jokes, which uh, 
uh, is a staple of Spider-Man, so I'm glad they put that in there. But man, this was this was kind of dark because he webs him up and he goes to look at his wrist and he doesn't see a tattoo. And what he says, because you really got like digest this. Don't let this pass by. What he says is this could have gone a lot worse for you. Like Spider-Man was straight up just going to kill this guy if he was the guy that killed his uncle. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, the duty. Um, I think I said he found the thief. He did not find the thief, but he, the guy that he contemplated killing, he looked at the wrist when he had him dangling yeah. in the building, and then there was no tattoo, so he put his hands on the ledge. Yeah, I left that part out. Yeah, but, uh, but like I said, like yeah, this was, and it makes sense that you know they talk about it in No Way Home. He says, "I stopped pulling my punches." It's like. Man, you were barely pulling your punches to begin with, so it kind of makes sense that that would happen. Yeah, he never does find the thief, which I guess is realistic. Yeah, I mean, it's a big city, you know? Mm-hmm. Because so also... uh, they're in Queensboro. I wonder if he ever ran into uh, Doug or Kerry Heffernan. Probably. Yeah, at a Mets game. Mm-hmm. Well, he also avoids the police, and police captain Stacy is not happy about all of this one guy avoiding, like, 38 police. Yeah. <laughs> However many of New York's finest, and one guy in a unitard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, elsewhere, May is super stressed about Peter's new behavior. She can't sleep, and she sees all the bruises on his face. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, Kurt's supervisor, Rajat Ratha. I am so sorry, but it, it, it always bugged me that she never knew the score. Yeah. Like, to me, you know, like, there was always teases that, like, you know, and, and Rosemary Harris never outright said it, but it's like, Aunt May always kind of had an idea, whereas, like, Sally Field's character seems to be, like, completely in the dark for some reason. Um, Emma, that's okay. Ah, uh, maybe for you. <laughs> well, he, uh, elsewhere, Kurt... Yeah, super, Kurt's supervisor, Rajat Ratha, tells Kurt, time to move to human trials. Kurt is not ready for that yet. No. Back to formula! No, quite the opposite. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so Peter heads over to Gwen's, uh, finally gets to meet his dad, or her dad, uh, yep. George Stacy, the police captain. Yeah. Elsewhere, Kurt's experiment is a success as he is regrown oh, a new arm. God. Dude, uh, okay, so here's another line that I, I use a portion of, and I, I'm sorry to cut back, but I use a portion of this line every now and again. But George Stacy's talking to uh, Peter, and he's like, what do you think we do at the pre-scene all day? Like, just scarf down donuts with our thumbs planted firmly up our asses? I use, a, a like, a version of that line occasionally, an appropriate version of that line uh, at work from time to time. What do you do all day? Uh, stand around with my thumb planted firmly up my butt. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, good for Kurt. He's got a new arm, but it takes a wrong yeah. term as he starts growing scales. Yeah, my man my man went green with envy. Well, back at the date, uh, the meeting of Peter and George is not going well. Oh, uh, also, I forgot to use the RIP to a real one, Ben Parker, earlier. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's our real one for the week. Well, George hates Spider-Man, and Peter, of course, defends him. And uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, Peter and Gwen, they talk on a balcony. Uh, Gwen's like, no, something's up, and uh, he reveals that he's Spider-Man, they kiss, and he, can't he even leaves. Say he yeah. can't even say it, like he's got to web her towards him. Well, it's, uh, yeah, he does do that, and he has to leave because there's a disturbance on the bridge. Yeah. And then as he oh, leaves... That's another thing, I am so sorry to interrupt. I love the use of the spider sense here. Yeah. Well, he does, yeah. Was it the spider sense or was it the police scanner? Uh, he, does, he does both. He does have both, but it's, you know, there, there's a... You need to go back and watch it. Because, yeah. like, yeah, his use of the spider sense was really good. Or the way they use the spider sense in this, rather. Well, he leaves, and she just says, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Spider-Man encounters the lizard. Which, by the way, uh, yeah, yes, you 100% are. You'll see in about a movie and a half. About what? Uh, that, yes, she is indeed in trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, he encounters the lizards. Spider-Man uh, stops him for a moment and goes off to save a kid who's uh, dangling from a car. Whose dad is played by C. Thomas Howell from The Outsiders, for what it's worth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Have you not seen The Outsiders? I have. I just okay. don't remember it too well. Fair enough. I mean, I, as an Oklahoman, I have to remember it well. No, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That and the play Oklahoma. Yes, of course, which I know so much about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he saves uh, the kid, which is, is good for good for Spider Man's image. Yes, one hundred percent, and it works out later. Mm -hmm. And Peter because, then. And this, by the way, I, I'm so, I, I keep interrupting, but you know who was it? George Stacy. You know, at dinner, he's like, you know, he's just going after these thugs and this, that, and the other. He's not doing anything for the common good, is what George Stacy says to him. And that sticks with Peter Parker. Like, that clearly stuck with him. And he actually did something, not in the hunt of trying to find a car thief to get revenge or anything, but he just wants to save this kid. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean... Okay, so Jack gets saved by Peter here. Maybe this is a misinterpretation on my end. Was the implication that this, the, the freaking mask actually made the kid stronger, or was it just the myth of, like, telling the kid, like, hey, put the mask on, it'll help, and just giving him the uh, placebo effect of confidence, I guess? I think that was it. That would make a lot more sense. Yeah, that's what I interpreted it as. Good, good. Well, Peter then, uh, he goes to Doc Connors, asks him about tracking a reptile. This was Con a really, really tense conversation. Yeah, he just blows him off. <laughs> yeah. Well, why, is, why the sudden interest in the cold-blooded, Mr. Parker? Well, Peter then sees the rat that they injected has grow is uh, busted out of its cage, it's grown scales, and it's eating the other rat. Yep. So, he knows, and uh, Lizard suspects. Yes. So, Peter goes to Captain Stacy, tells him Connors is the Lizard. Stacy tells him, he wrote my daughter's college recommendation. 
<laughs> you, you have fun with the citizens of Tokyo. I'm going to continue protecting the citizens of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Stacy tells... Uh, um, he's like, uh, you know, Peter... Or, um, where was I? Oh, college recommendation. But Stacy does trust Peter enough. He decides to get some info on Connors as they can. As Peter leaves, he sees a bunch of lizards going into the sewer, and he follows them. Yes. Somewhere in the sewer, Connors is doing the experiment again and increasing the dose because he believes it's making him better. I think he eventually says, I tried to perfect, uh, make humans better, but it's impossible. The best, the ultimate form of humanity is uh, being a lizard, which is... I, it's so goofy. I, that's why I'm not a big lizard guy. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very warped uh, perception. Yeah, it's yeah. So, anyway, Peter makes this uh, spider web, and he senses the vibrations from where lizard is from the direction, and he finds lizard. He also grabs a photo of him because the Daily Bugle wanted some. And Spider-Man leaves the sewer. Lizard finds one of the cameras. Peter's name's on it. Oops. Rookie mistake. Yes. So, they each know who they are now. So, Peter goes to Gwen's place, and she cleans up his claw wounds. <laughs> he takes her web-slinging, and the next day in school, Lizard attacks Peter, and basically tells Peter, you're standing in the way of me helping people, and that he considers his condition a cure. Uh, Peter then gets the Spider-Man outfit on, the two fight fight spills into the library where we get our Stan Lee cameo. He's a librarian just wearing headphones so he can't hear any of this. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, please show up and Lizard gets away. Peter locates the lab of Connors and sees he plans to use the Oscorp building to infect everyone with an airborne version of his formula to turn everyone into lizard people. I wonder what Norman Osborn's up to. That's just so goofy to say that. But uh, Norman, uh, I don't know. He's... Huh. He, he got voted off by his own board. Yeah, yeah, and now it's back to formula. Well, he calls Gwen, Peter does, not Norman, and he gets her to make an antidote. Meanwhile, the police finally catch Spider-Man. Captain Stacy unmasks him and sees Spider-Man is Peter Parker. How about that? Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, he tells him, your daughter is at Oscorp, and uh, you got to let me go so I can get to her. So he does, and Spider-Man heads to Oscorp. This is bigger than us, George. Well, it is. <laughs> he made the right call. That's a, that's a Spider-Man 2 reference, pal. Well, with the help of some city workers who move yeah. some cranes around, Jack's they make father. a direct path to Oscorp. It's Jack's father. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. So Gwen gets out of Oscorp, gives her dad the antidote. George gets to the roof and helps Spider-Man take out Lizard with a bunch of, like, CO... Not CO2, uh, liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And in the process, George gets fatally hurt. Sad. Yes. And they switch the formula in the machine, and the machine launches into the air, and the it uh, disperses the antidote, not the toxin, uh, restores a couple of the police officers that Lizard infected, as well as Lizard himself, back to humans. As uh, George dies, he does tell Peter, stop seeing Gwen, because she doesn't want 
He doesn't want her getting hurt, and uh, spoiler, he's right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Also, okay, uh, Peter Parker is saved by, before he talks to George, he's saved by Kurt Connors, and I just can't help but think think, uh, Kurt Connors was naked. So, Uh, like... Yeah, possibly. Peter probably just had to make direct eye contact with him and focus on that direct eye contact so he didn't hover, you know? (laughs) They make a choice in No Way Home, but, you know, it's like, ever since then, it's like, yeah, there's probably been several instances where, like, in kayfabe, you know, uh, someone has had to, like, focus and and, uh, concentrate their eye contact on someone's head so as to not, you know, go elsewhere. I mean... I've seen enough penises in the gym. Uh, <laughs> I don't look at them. I mean, I've seen, they I've might seen they seen might creep field. into your field of vision, but I don't yeah, stare exactly. at them. I just look the other way. Or exactly. it's a field of vision thing. Yeah, but it's uh, like <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, what can know, I say? I've seen enough to know I don't want to see another. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm full up. <laughs> if I never see another one, I'll die a happy man. Well. Um, so Gwen, or sorry, Peter, he, uh, he, he initially does what, uh, George wants. Dude, he no-showed George's funeral. (laughs) Yeah. And Gwen shows up. She's like, Hey, everybody was there. Where were you? My dad died. There's a funeral. And she figures out that her dad made him promise to stay away. Mm -hmm. Uh, May asks if, uh, he asked her out yet. And he's like, oh, I'm not good enough for her. And he, she's like, oh, I disagree. If, you if are. And... If, if there's one thing you are, it's good. Yeah. And Top of the line. He's like, oh, she's she's very pretty. And he's like, oh, Ben said the same thing. And yeah. Um, Peter then listens to the voicemail that Ben left when he ignored his call. Mm-hmm. We kind of got a with great power responsibility quote, but not really. Well, we got a version of it earlier when... Um... Ben was scolding Peter. Yeah, that's true. But it was, like I said, it was really wordy and kind of convoluted. Well, Peter is, uh, we got the quote, which we'll use, but he, he, long story short, he's late to class and then, uh, implies that he will start seeing Gwen again. Yeah. And roll credits, but we got (laughs) a, uh, oh, they go web slinging, but yeah, she, she smiles and is all happy. Yeah. We got a, uh, our mid credit scene. Yeah. Man in the Shadows talking to Kurt Connors in jail. Mm-hmm. Connors is in prison. Yeah. And uh, this mysterious person is uh, hes like, have you told the boy the truth about his father? And Connors says, no. And the person says, good. And then Connors says, leave him alone. Theory. Uh, I have a theory. Pretty meh mid-credits scene, if I will look, say. Obviously, as of right now, it doesn't matter because they didn't make the Amazing Spider-Man theory, or at least they haven't yet. But my theory, you, you had said Norman Osborn. I don't think it's Norman Osborn because he shows up in the second film and he's not in it that long. We'll leave it at that. Um, which we'll talk about a couple years down the line in the timeline. Anyway, uh, my theory, maybe Otto Octavius? Could be. Um yeah, that's right. They never do reveal who it is in the second one, do they? No, because they had planned to do a third one, and then they didn't. 
Well, I think we're both in agreement if they do a third one, this guy might get dropped and he's just going to battle like six villains with the help of Venom, maybe. Or maybe against Venom. Or against Venom. Uh, Morbius and uh, Vulture Vulture. will be there, Kraven and Bad Bunny and all all the gang. Yep, the whole the whole the gang's all here. Um okay, I guess it's time to grade this and man, I do have minor complaints especially with like Peter Parker not being able to keep a promise to a man that he made as a as his dying wish. Like that is a character flaw in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> also the coincidence of um all the coincidences we mentioned, as well as, and this one isn't as coincidental, but like uh, Ben Parker happening to run into the uh, gas station robber shortly after he robs the gas station, you know, minor coincidence, but still. But yeah, I, and the the whole parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole happened. bag of worm, bag of yeah. worms. What the hell is that? You what buy your bag? worms in a bag. Bag of a. Uh... You could say can of worms. What is it? Can of worm, yeah. What the there heck? We go. Bag of worms. That's yeah. Didn't sound okay. right at all. <laughs> you buy you buy bait by the bag. That's really weird. Um, <laughs> but now I'm gonna give this an eight out of ten. Uh, of course, you guys know I'm very partial to Spider-Man. He's my favorite superhero, and uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I I um. When I first watched the movie way back in 2012, I said I liked it as much as I liked the original Spider-Man, and I'm sticking to that, so I will also give it an 8, which matches what I gave the first Spider-Man. Everything I liked, I liked just, I liked uh, the Peter, I liked Peter Parker better, I kind of liked the Spider-Man better, Gwen was an upgrade over MJ, Yep. but man, that villain, it's just so goofy, I couldn't... Mm -hmm. Couldn't get past it, uh, you know. Well, it, like you said, it'll get worse. So I guess it's yeah. whatever. But, also, uh, yeah, Quinn is a as far as the Jenny Blake standard goes, massive upgrade over Mary Jane Watson. Oh, for sure. It's not yeah. even. <laughs> not got, a, yeah, she didn't get kidnapped. That's a plus. That that is a plus for sure. For sure. Although, uh, we'll talk about that in a couple of years. Um. Well, next week. Next oh. week, folks, we are, for the last time, as Batman, going to be covering Christian Bale when we talk about The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I'll be watching it on a uh, a Blu-ray, but if you don't have it, yeah, uh, I mean, bad news, you got to pay for it. Really? Yeah, Apple TV, Google Play, Vudu, Amazon yeah. Prime, all $4.00. Dude, not even on HBO. Like, yeah, that's surprising. What the heck? I own it. That is so. weird. I also own it, so yes, I'll be just fine. Yeah, I'm good. All you suckers will have to pay $4 for it, but that's next yep. week, so you got time that to is, save. And we may, maybe, soft maybe, have a guest next week. Good friend of mine, but we're not names. Um... With that, guys, we're going to get out of here. It's almost 6 o'clock my time, which means uh, old man Caleb has to go to bed because he's got to work early in the morning. Um, yeah, it's not a good time. Uh, I need to get in that group chat. Let's see here. 
Why'd you call us the baddies? That's stupid. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Aren't all right. you one of uh, Jade's baddies? Uh, I'm not a big Jade Cardell, Cargill guy. Oh. The, I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you read the part of Miss Ritter, and I will read the part of Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I noticed you went with M-I-S-S Ritter. You don't think Miss Ritter can pull in any men? No, I just copy and pasted what was on IMDb. Oh, so IMDb just assumes Miss Ritter is single? Yep. Hmm, interesting. Peter, don't make promises you can't keep. <clears throat> but those are the best kind. Mm-hmm.